listening to the Content Marketing Matters podcast with me, Writer Gal. I want to show you how you can reach more people in more ways with less effort. Did you know that aside from being Writer Gal, I have another full-time job? Yep, I am the mother of two crazy toddlers who are three and five. If you're a parent, you know the struggles of raising children. And mine are at an age now where, where they're developing their own opinions, their likes, their dislikes. My job as a mother is to raise my children to be as healthy and happy as I can. And this includes eating their vegetables, which can sometimes be a challenge. So I do what every good mother does, and I get them eating their vegetables through manipulation and tricks. I'll hide their veggies in muffins. I puree them and add them to spaghetti sauce. When they eat their dinner that night, they love it. And I'm once again their favorite person in the world, at least for now, because I've given them exactly what they wanted, food that tasted good. Blogging for your business is kind of like being a parent. Like I tricked my kids into eating their vegetables, you essentially need to trick your readers into buying a product or buying into your message. And that's what I'm going to share in today's podcast. How to get your target customers to buy into your message. I'm going to share a few things that you can do to write a blog that isn't boring and one that helps people understand you and like you and trust you so that they buy into your brand, your message, and hopefully one day buy from you. So here are a few things you can do. The first thing is share a story. Did you notice how I grabbed your attention in the beginning of this podcast by sharing a story? If I did my job right, it captivated you and you were intrigued. Dare I say, even mystified. People perk up when someone starts telling you a story. So it's a great way to get their attention before you go into your main content. In blogs, though, do be sure to keep your stories fairly brief so you don't lose their attention span too long. With my kids, I tell them that if they take one bite of that carrot, their ear will grow. And lo and behold, it does. I tell them to take another bite and their ear starts growing again. With your blog, Share a story somewhere in your blog, and it helps make your message more real and understandable in real life. The next thing you can do in your blogs, and you should be doing in all of your blogs, is provide a unique perspective. The saboteur in us says that everything has been written somewhere online before. The only reason anyone's going to read it is if you put your own unique spin through how you talk about the topics, your opinions, your experiences, your stories about the topic that you're writing about. I mean, when you're, go- when you're browsing through your Facebook feed, people are still clicking on those what Disney princess are you quizzes. Because even though we've seen them before, every single one is different. When it comes to my kids, they get bored easily like most kids do. And if I want them to eat pancakes like they've eaten every single day, I'll create Mickey Mouse-shaped pancakes. And all of a sudden, I'm winning Mummy of the Year awards again. 
with your blog, just share what your or your brand's unique perspective or opinion is on a topic or find some way to add your own flair. The third thing you need to do for all your blogs is you need to put the work in. Let's be honest. If you don't write a blog, how can people read your blog? In my opinion, a blog is one of the easiest, most casual, conversational ways to show people that you know your stuff. When you put in the work or pay someone to put in the work for you, your blog will help you become a trusted expert in your niche and you will have clients falling in your lap. With my kids, I actually have to do the work to puree those vegetables, to add them to the spaghetti sauce, or to carefully pour that pancake batter into three Mickey Mouse face circles. With your blog, just do the work to create one and the readers will come and they will like you and they will trust you. The fourth thing that every blog should have is it should have a proofread. People need to see that you care enough to check your work for mistakes. In all honesty, they will probably be forgiving if a couple sneak through here or there. I still do that once in a while, we're all human. The act of running a spell check or hiring an editor to double check your content can make a world of a difference. With my kids, I need to double check that I've used baking powder instead of baking soda in that pancake mix. Let's just say I did not use baking powder. I used baking soda once and they were very, very bad pancakes. No one wants to eat salty pancakes. With your blog, do your best to catch what you can. And if you want more tips about editing your work, watch out for next week's podcast about self-editing checklists and tips. With your blog, you could hire someone to polish and proofread your writing so that you're always putting your best foot forward when your customers are reading your stuff. And the last thing I want to mention is every blog should have at least one call to action. Ideally, if you can have links throughout your blog that links to other related articles, other related websites, other related content. When you do that, people don't just read your article and then click away and go off and do something else. Call to actions within your text and a nice strong one at the end will give people a reason to stay on your website. Because the longer they stay on your website, the higher your chances of converting them into a paid client or customer. With my kids, we often resort, resort to bribes. Ryan, if you eat all your vegetables, you'll get ice cream for dessert. This gives them the motivation they need to keep eating so he can get what he truly desires at the end. With your blog, reward readers in the same way. You get to key points in your blog or when they get to the very end, link them to more information that they're craving on that topic. So to sum everything up, when you give your readers what they want and you give them that gentle nudge in the right direction, you're more likely to convert them to your products or your services. When I bribe my kids to get what they want, ice cream, they're more likely to eat all of their spaghetti first. To encourage your readers to get on board with your brand and your message, remember to share stories, 
show your unique perspective, do the work to write a blog in the first place, carefully proofread for mistakes, and keep them engaged with your content longer by using call to actions throughout the blog and a strong one at the end. So that's it for today. In the next episode, I will be talking about how you can help avoid embarrassing mistakes in your blog content or in anything that you write. And I'm going to be sharing my self-editing checklist and some bonus editing tips. In the meantime, please like and subscribe my podcast. And if you got even one nugget of information or just think that I'm fun to listen to, please give me a five-star review and write a review about what you learned. I would love to read it. So that's all for now, folks. We will talk soon. Thank you for listening to the Content Marketing Matters podcast. For more content marketing fun, check out www.writergal.ca.